Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. When we were so far in debt, how could I even think about growing wealth? Hmm. Hello, this is Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited to be welcoming you back to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tips, and even tools that we all need. We all deserve. You, I, everyone. So we can turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Yeah. So play and pay. Play and pay. Yeah, play, play and, pay. and pay is how you're saying we could get to building think wealth. about building wealth even when we are up to debt, taller than our heads. I was going to say past our eyeballs. It could be. Past our eyeballs. Yeah, because debt, paying off debt is the best after-tax rate of return guaranteed that you can get anywhere. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So in this episode, we're going to learn some fun ways or fun ways of perceiving dealing with debt and getting ready to build wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when if you have debt, now I'm not talking the debt where you you buy a house or you buy an investment property or you buy a business. I'm not talking about that kind of debt. I'm talking about consumer debt. Where you buy something that goes down in value. Hopefully your business doesn't go down in value. Sometimes it happens to people. But consumer debt is you buy something that goes down in value like a couch, a TV, a car. All of that is consumer debt. Anything you bought on your credit credit card. card. Even something like a vacation. And I am one that's an advocate for vacations and getting away. Even staycations. And yet... All these leisure activities for us, not only do you get to invest in or pay for, or there's the cost of the vacation, the staycation, the getaway, there's also the loss of income. If you're self-employed, if you're a business owner, depending on how many staff you have working for you, your income may either diminish or go away completely or just not be as significant while you're on vacation. So there's a real cost of vacation. And yet if we don't take any, if you're anything like me, you get kind of burnt out and you're no good to anybody, not yourself and absolutely not even your clients. Mm -hmm. And so there is the reality that there is an investment, there is a cost associated with going on a vacation. Yeah. So we like to pay for our vacations cash so that you don't come back and Mm -hmm. have to repay for the holiday you just had. So we're going to talk about fun ways. Oh, yeah. That wasn't fun at all. Fun ways to pay off the debt that you've accumulated, probably by poor decisions, spending decisions, probably. And sometimes it's a health challenge. Sometimes it's an unexpected, like truly unexpected. Like Christmas is expected to come every year. Kids' birthdays are expected to come every year. So those are not... Tires and brakes are expected to be needed on your car and a regular right. those, interval. Those don't count as emergencies in our world. They're an expectation. 
And so thinking about those things that you didn't expect, somebody getting very, very ill, we don't necessarily expect that to happen. No. But how do we dig out of that? So we play the game, play the game of debt repayment as fast as we can. Mm. Now, how do we know how much debt we need to repay unless we calculate and we track and we actually get aware? We actually like let us see it. And when Ken said play the game, the more fun you can bring to it, it's not about removing the seriousness of the situation. It's about being able to get to clearly look at it without any making each other or even yourself bad, make bad, feel bad, get sad. Because when you get in that state, you can't play no game. You don't play very well, even if you're playing. And the point of playing most games that I play is Mm -hmm. to win. Exactly. Because I'm competitive. So if I play a game to pay my debt, I look at how much debt I have, Mm -hmm. how quickly I think I might be able to pay it Mm -hmm. down, Mm -hmm. and then put into practice some fun things you know, like sell everything that we haven't used in the last year. How about that? Sell everything that you haven't used in the last year. Yeah, I'm not taking that counsel sometimes. And this is an important piece when you're looking at that. Sell everything you haven't used in the last year that has some value to someone else. Because sometimes this stuff really isn't worth anything. And even if you haven't used it in the last year, if you're going to use it sometime down the road, it'll cost you more to pay and buy it back. See, that is more of a holder than a seller. And can't you hear the difference? And so seriously, though, look at what the value is. Because we all know, you just said at the very beginning, Ken, as you buy something that goes down in value, It's how much down in value has it gone? If you're getting 10 cents on the dollar, maybe that 10 cents on the dollar is worth it because you've got so much debt to pay that even 10 cents on the dollar is better than no cents on the dollar. certainly is. If it's something that's now useless that you're not going to use and you're not going to use it in the future, Mm -hmm. why not sell it? Like, And and here's... Like those golf clubs I bought for you. I know, one day. Others have used them, so they brought joy to someone else. Yeah. I turned out to not be such a golfer, and I don't think it's going to happen in later years either, because apparently we're in the later years, <laughs> and they haven't come out yet again after taking those initial lessons. So the idea is sell anything that you have no value to you and that has value to someone else. That's so a fun game to play. And the game you might want to play is find three things a day three a day, rather than think about everything that's in your house, that's arduous. If you're Yetta, that's crazy arduous. So can you play the game of three a day? Find three things a day for, start with 30 days. Like, can you do it for 30 days? 30 day games are easier than forever games or a longer game. And maybe you say, Yetta, 30 is pushing the envelope. Well, then go for 10. 10 days of three a day. So what three things can you sell that you're not using anymore that has no value to you that you could say, I can earn something. I can put three posts in Facebook Marketplace. I can put it on Kijiji. I can put it in my local use swap sale group. I can post it three things a day for 10 days or 30 if you want to you know, join me on the journey. 
and see what happens with it and how much money and then play the game of how quickly it accumulates. Yeah. Now, maybe it's play the game of part-time work, find a part-time job. And it doesn't have to be drudgery. Like if you like reading, maybe get a job at chapters. Then you get less expensive books. You buy books Mm -hmm. at at a discount and you serve other people with the gift of knowing about books because you read a lot. Or maybe you love sewing. And so I can remember a time where I played working in a fabric store. Now, unfortunately, that kind of got a little side laid or way laid or something because I bought more fabric than I think I brought home in income. So be cautious when you're playing at what you love when it's a job. That's not something that will cost you more than it will gain you. Yeah. So laser focus. Get laser focused on paying off the smallest debt first because we want to celebrate the wins and we want to get momentum. And if you go to wealth-formula. Not me. If you go to wealth-formulaonline.com, yeah, it's online. Or .ca, doesn't matter. .ca, um, you're going to find a laser focus tool. Yeah, you can put all your debt in, what extra money you can find each month, and then you're going to be able to see how quickly you can get debt-free and how great that's going to feel. And it's not, most people will say to us, you know what, I want to pay off the high interest rate first, throw that game out the window, and let's go for the game of momentum. Do I really need that? Well, anyway, we've created for you over 503 episodes of Life's Inside Track, where we share insider tips about real estate and about life, making house home, and even how to have more fun while we're building wealth and paying off debt. And the great news is you get access to them from the home, the office, or on the go. Yeah, so not really, but I want it. I know. Have you ever found yourself wanting something so bad that you've convinced yourself you need it? And it's even worth going into debt for. Yeah. Have you convinced yourself of that? Yes, I have. So we're going to skip over that real, real quick. And what we're going to learn in this episode is how to really make that decision well and how to maybe accumulate some money that you didn't have so you have more money not only to pay off debt and more money for wealth building a lot more wealth building that's when it gets exciting that is when it gets fun right there's a drudgery maybe you have found it and i certainly know i did there was a level of drudgery that's why we decided to bring play and pay pay off debt to this conversation Mm -hmm. And what are some creative ways that we can go about doing that? Well, I think first we need to discuss why would we do that? Why would we spend less money than we normally would? And the only reason is because then you could do something intentional with it. You don't, I don't have to be stuck to the debt. I can be stuck to letting the money work for me rather than me work for the money. That sounds like the deal for me. Yeah. So we're going to put it into our wealth building account and build that account quicker. Quicker, faster, and more fun. Yeah. And sometimes that account might be buying the things we want instead of us working for it. So, Yetta, you had a little story where, well, a little story. It's not a story. It was an experience. You decided that you had a full closet. 
And really, you didn't need any new clothes. Really didn't. And yet, every time we would go on vacation, and maybe you were a little bit like us, when we were in the day-to-day, it was easy enough to stay out of the stores. Our life is full. We have lots of commitments. So not going clothes shopping when we were home was easy peasy, really, for us. Mm -hmm. And yet, when we would go on vacation, we would always make sure, or even a business trip, as soon as we're out of town, the, the word was out of town. Out of town meant we got to go out of our mind. <laughs> and so we would go shopping. We would add at least a half a day so we could go wardrobe shopping. Because, you know, we have to wear professional clothes. We are in a profession, in a career where people are looking at what we look like. So we thought we should. So we did that for decades. And then I got a conviction one day. And the conviction was, it was October, that on that October, November, December, and all of the next year. So I guess that's 15 months. I've been saying 14 months, but until the following January, not the one in three months, but the one a year later, I was not going to purchase anything that was apparel related. No boots, no coats, no purses, no clothing, nada. And first, I think you bought some nylons because they're a wear item. They wear out. Yeah, but I didn't even buy many of those. I didn't buy socks. I had enough. (laughs) Like, that's kind of sad, isn't it? I didn't buy anything. There was only one time I broke it, and that was for our wedding anniversary. I bought one piece of lingerie. I remember thinking that's a gift. That's not really clothes. It's not apparel, really. So we're good. And Yet that was the only time I broke it for 15 months. And what ended up happening was I made it a game. I made it a a game of how eclectic could I dress? What could I mix with? And it wasn't that hard. And in that season, I even cleaned out my closet. Like if I'd look at something and go, eh, that brings me no joy. That does not look good on me. It shows a role where I didn't even know I had a role. Those things, they said goodbye. The amazing thing that happened in that journey was at the end of the 15 months, I didn't like shopping anymore. Like I found I had all this free time. I had free money. I had more money to do wealthy things with rather than buy clothes that was going to get worn out and not fit me and not look good on me anyway after not very much time. So it really became, I remember the first time I went shopping after that. Do you remember that? Yeah, you didn't like it at all. I like. I took a picture of that day. It was actually Bayshore Mall. I remember where I was and I was outside the mall almost in tears because I'd had to go in to get mm-hmm. something. And it just was an awful yeah. experience. And another way that we, we've used is we decide mm-hmm. for a month or two months or three months, can we eat out of our freezer and our cupboards and buy the bare minimum? A little bit of perishable. At, at the grocery store, yeah. yeah. Perishable mm-hmm. food only yeah. and everything Perishable. else mm-hmm. came out of the fridge and the freezer. And it's amazing how much money of food is actually sitting in there that can be consumed. And again, what ends up happening, maybe this has happened to you too. Admit it if it has, because it makes me feel not so strange is I find things in my cupboards. I can't figure out how they got there. They're not things I want to eat. They're not things that are good for me. And they're things that are expired. So there's, it's even a great exercise in decluttering. 
Yeah, cleaning up, getting rid of the staler food and just eat it all, right? Like so, And leftovers for lunch was another thing. Stop eating out. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the food better. It tasted better. What, eating out or the leftovers? No, the leftovers. It took mm-hmm. less time. I didn't have to go to a restaurant and order it. And I started looking better physically because I was eating healthier food. So isn't it fun that there's so many fringe benefits of having some fun, and I'm going to say it's fun, to look better, feel better, function better, because you sleep better when you feel better and when you are in better physical condition. Yeah, and another thing we did that was fun was we put notes in each other's lunch bag. So that when you got to work, you, you you know, maybe you'd work three, four hours and suddenly you go, oh, it's, I'm getting hungry. And you open up and there's a little surprise in there and it lights up your day. It really does. So how can you light up your day? This is a great question for you to start to ponder as we're talking about this. How can you light up your day even as you're building your wealth building account? How can you build it faster? What And we want you to share this with us. Like, tell us what you've done either in the past that worked really, really well or that you're going to do as a result of us engaging your brain in this activity. Mm-hmm. Now, another way we've done it is to actually rent out a room. Rent out a room in your house, whether you kind of Airbnb part of the house for part of the season or whether it's an ongoing experience. I find it easier and nicer not to have somebody with me all the time. So depending on where you live and what kind of home you have, you can do more of the Airbnb style or an ongoing extra person in your house. Mm -hmm. Very, very helpful. So what do you think would be a great challenge for our folks listening? Well, I'm going to encourage you to invest. That's what we've been talking about, right, is investing. But we're going to invest one hour. We're going to actually do it again at this point because every so often it needs refreshing. So if you're thinking, I've done everything you've just said, Ken and Yetta. We've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. It's like, I hear you. And every time I go back and layer the learning or layer the experience, it helps ingrain it even better. So I'm going to encourage you to invest one hour, one hour of writing down all the fun little competitions you can have with yourself and with your spouse around accelerating your wealth building account. This is hard work and you promised it would be fun. (laughs) We've enjoyed for over 30 years, not only helping people buy and sell real estate, helping people build their faith, helping people build their fun, helping people even build their finances and strengthen, heal, and flourish in their relationships. 30 years of helping people build their life, their business, and their work, and their money. My goodness, that's a good one. Yeah, so if we're building money, I need to make a game out of it because I don't like hard work. And maybe you're like, Ken, you don't like hard work either, because I know I don't like it. So on this episode, we're going to learn how to make a game out of really everything as it relates to money. Because it, yeah, I understand it's serious business. And yet somehow when we make it a game, we can have more fun with it and we gain what we call momentum. Mm. It creates its own energy because money is just energy. 
You know, once we did it for ourselves Mm -hmm. and we helped other people, it's dirty plastic now. Yeah, I guess it's dirty plastic, not (laughs) dirty paper. Dirty coins and dirty plastic. And once we helped ourselves, now we enjoy helping others build wealth. And it was so fun to be with some friends a couple months ago. And they were saying when they met us, they had a negative net worth. And do you remember... It was like, what, five, six years they've been working with us? Five and a half, yeah. Okay. And what was their net worth? Five and a half years ago, it was minus Mm -hmm. $40,000. Bad number, huh? No, it's not. It just is. It's not a bad number. It just is a number. And I say bad number because that's what I used to make it mean. I used to make mean that if it was low or negative, that it had to be bad rather than recognizing that when I actually had the awareness, now I had an opportunity to turn it into a game. Yeah, because it just is. It just is. Right? It doesn't attack your self-worth. It doesn't attack your, you know, there shouldn't be shame or blame. It's just, okay, this is where we are. Yeah. Now, how do we make it different? And this couple moved from that minus 40 to remember how much? Over 850,000. So yeah. they've been playing the game. How quickly can we get to 1 million? Right. That's the game they started to play. And in fact, for us, when we started this journey, we were way more than minus 40 when we yeah, first started we'd go this game. Big. <laughs> we went big and then we go home and we do some crying. We consolidated three times. We actually never went down the bankruptcy road, ha- road. However, we were recommended that would have been a wiser choice. And the reason we didn't do it was for us, we knew and felt somehow and had been taught that if we did that, we wouldn't actually learn the lessons There was the risk we wouldn't learn the lessons we needed so that we wouldn't repeat the pattern. We'd already repeated it three times. So we obviously had mastered the skill of overindulging, overspending, overextending that game we played with precision and excellence. And so we did, right? And so we had to find a way to go, how do we change the habits? And it was really just one habit at a time. And we laughed a lot in those days as we started to unpack. Yeah, the first habit was give money away, tithe. Tithe tithe was number one. And then it was like save, and then it was pay off our debt. And so Mm -hmm. the beauty is we created this spreadsheet. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's called a net worth statement. And net worth is very, very simple. It's just all the assets you have, what they would be worth if you sold them. Like actually worth, not in the, you know, like. Not in imagination. Not in imagination. Like if you paid 60000 for your car and it's four years old, it's maybe worth ten. Well, maybe 20 No. No. Okay. So I want to go to Imagination Station and Ken wants to stay in the land of real. Yeah. So what's it really worth if you sold it? Then add up all your loans, all the things you owe, Mm -hmm. and subtract. And if it's a negative number, well, just recognize that you've spent more than you've earned and you have a negative net worth. Now, if it's positive, that's great. If it's a big positive number, congratulations. But the thing is, knowing what it is each month is so powerful. I know that you... 
<laughs> I don't do it as often as I'd like to, or I'm I'm not as diligent at doing it. Disciplined. You were for a season, and you, so this goes back to the habits again. It's easy to get out of playing the game, and because well, we reached our goal, and and then surpassed our goal, and so all of a sudden there wasn't the same. So we've now set new goal. And so with a new goal, there's a new game to be played. So the net worth statement comes home every month. It gets calculated. And what's fascinating is some months it goes down because we've acquired something that doesn't really have a lot of worth. No, like when we bought, we spent X amount of money on the backyard renovation mm -hmm. and it doesn't really increase the value of our home, which we knew. And so that took money out of the bank account. Didn't create debt. It just took money out of the saving for the purpose of spending account. So having fun names even for your accounts can help build the fun in the game. So it was saving mm -hmm. for fun things. So you, you request from me all the time Every month. to bring home the net worth statement. Yeah. What does it do for you emotionally? to see that net worth statement. It just lets me know where we are. And I'm not confused. I have clarity. And somehow from that's, a state that, of clarity. That's the black and white. What emotionally does it do for you, Yetta? Because you wouldn't ask for it so diligently if it didn't do something for you. What does it do for you? It actually brings me joy to see the journey that we've been on and where we're at. Okay. Does it bring you security? I think it brings me more joy because sometimes it goes down. So you could say my security went out the window, mm -hmm. right? So it, if you want your answer, what what does it do for you emotionally? Yeah, you know what it does for me? I like you bring clarity. It brings stability to my thoughts because, you know, we teach in the beginning, track everything you spend. And I absolutely hate doing that. We found that so hard. That was probably the hardest part of the game for us. Yes. Was tracking every dime. You paid. And I said, no, I want to get to a point where we don't need to track. And we're kind of there. But what the, the net worth statement on a monthly basis does for me is I see whether it's going up or down. If it's going up, I don't have to worry about my spending habits, my earning habits. Everything's moving in the right direction. If it's going down, it's a check mark. It's a, it's a, it's a, oh, is that because of one time spend that we did, like the backyard project? Or was it something, you know, we're spending more money away uh, than we're earning? We're, we're spending more money on vacations or more money on clothing or more, you know, bought a car or whatever. And suddenly we're spending more than we're earning. So it's a check and balance for me. Right. And the word, that comes to my mind is an it's an awareness for me. It's just me sitting in what is, and what is often the question isn't is it good or bad. It's what's it good for. What's the awareness good for? What's being aware of where my money has or hasn't gone, and what it is or isn't doing. What's it good for? Well, often it tells me where can I give more, where can I support more. Yeah, and so that's one of the goals is is how do we give more? One of the charities that our company supports is Operation Smile. Smile. 
and it, they do operations for children with cleft palates and, and cleft lips. And it's amazing to see the smile, the before and afters are just amazing for like a 20 minute operation. It's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And so we can help hundreds of children. So your network may be negative, may be going up, down, it may be fluctuating. And the great news is it has nothing to do with your self-worth or the worth you have in God's We're honored to be your advocates on the journey of real estate and life. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.